one Terran to a poodle. Right? I, I just awful, awful. And it was, Were they unleashed? No, because oh. the owner, the owners, are, you know, it's in Solaris Park. Uh, but the owners, they just uh, separated it, and then they just walked off. Like, forget <gasps> it. And you know who interceded and go went and did a citizen's arrest and, like, uh, report him to the cops? Uh, a bunch of frat guys. Really? Yeah. Good yeah. for them. So, so, you know, not all of us are assholes, uh, the frat oh, guys. Oh, that's right. You, you were, you were fr- you're, the, you're the most unlikely frat guy I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Uh, I was in a I was in a sorority, but I got k- kind of kicked out. Oh, it's okay. I shouldn't I should have never been in. Best thing that ever happened to you. Well, it was it was sort of like I kicked myself out, but then they didn't. There was a thing where they, they didn't stop I abolished. You. They wanted to keep me on the charter because they didn't want it was a new charter and they didn't oh, want to yeah. have anybody disappear. So they like made a deal with me that I wasn't a part of it, but I was a part of it. So technically, I'm still a part of it, but I'm not a part of it. I was like, fucking. What? what, what uh, well, it's not. Let's well, not I'll, I'll tell you re- quickly what it came Sounds down like to. Sounds like a was, scandal. It was the first I joined, and I was I. It was a new one, and we were yeah. like, we can make this anything we want. So if it's because it's new, and I was like, yeah, I'm a feminist. I don't really believe in this sorority bullshit, anyways. But it's like a, they called it a fraternity, and I was like, great, let's do this. And then um, they called me to standards a lot for promiscuousness, but I never yeah. had sex with anybody for promiscuity. I made, it turned out that I made out with a girl's boyfriend. I didn't know it was her boyfriend. So then they called me to standards, and I was like, I'm not going to step. Fuck you guys. I'm a virgin. I'm not. What's, what are you talking about, promiscuity? And then I had to miss, there was a rush week, and it was during tech for a show that I had written that I was producing and directing. And so I couldn't go to any rush events because I was in tech for yes. my fucking show that we opened always, up the we, next we week. We always gave uh, exceptions for that. And so they said, um, well, you need to choose, Pam. It's theater or theta. And I'm like, I'm a fucking theater major, and I'm gonna be in theater for the rest of my life so yeah. you can fuck yourself like you're asking me to choose between your stupid about paying for friends that yeah, I don't even you, like Theta. you want me to pay for friends I don't like that have already gotten me in trouble with your group of I'm like seriously you guys don't want me I don't want you you're a bunch of fucking cunts get me out of here I love theater this is what I do you ask me to choose between the rest of my life and some stupid girly bullshit you wanted me to be at a tea and wear makeup in a dress and talk to prospective people that I'm gonna hate because they're douchey little cunts fags like seriously anyways there i hate i hated sororities are off the only reason i joined it is i i wrote for this comedy newspaper at uc san diego called the koala and i used to make fun of fraternities and sororities and one of my friends was like you've never even been in one how can you talk shit about them and i'm like all right i'll join one so then i did and now i'm out and i'm like talk more shit when i got out i was like duh you guys are awful. Everyone who joins a sorority or fraternity, like it's all about people like, oh, it's connections for later and blah, blah, blah. It's, I don't have to pay for any connections, thank you very much. Are there any sororities out there that are like Animal House? You know, just like a oh, yeah. bunch of like I'm rough, sh- rad ass ladies of the oh, world. Yeah. They're like, just don't give a shit. Like bunch of mechanics and like, you know, uh, I'm physicists. sure somewhere. I- oh yeah. No, we, 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 I, I, we used to party with that sorority because they were the best. That's cool. Well, I got in trouble for drinking too much and partying too hard, and I was like, I thought that this, that's the whole that's point. That's the whole point, but I guess not. But yeah, you know, whatever. As long as long as your grades don't slip. Well, but, I guess that's you know. why I want to go back I to school grades. now because I don't really want to get fucked up all the time anymore. I might actually want to get an education. Right. Well, you can get free classes. You can go to uh, CCSF uh, yeah. right now with yeah. uh, free tuition. For I need to classes. prove that I live in San Francisco first. That is a difficult thing. Uh, here is I will read a quick Trump thing because it's sad. Trump cuts off his own. Head. I wish that that was the thing. Uh, he's crossing his arms and just being a oh, what a cunt. 
President Trump uh, suggests on, suggested on Wednesday, as today, that the United States could withhold foreign aid for countries that vote in favor of United States, a United Nations resolution calling on the U.S. to withdraw its recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Of course, it's about Israel. Oh, yeah, that happened while you're in Mexico, maybe. Speaking at a cabinet meeting, Trump echoed a comment made by U.S. <laughs> ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley a day earlier saying that the U.S. would take stock of the countries that voted for the resolution, which is set to go before the U.N. General Assembly on Thursday. I like the message that Nikki sent yesterday to the United Nations for all of these nations that take our money and then vote against us at the Security Council or they vote against us potentially at the assembly, he said. They take hundreds of millions of dollars and even billions of dollars and then vote against us. Well, we're watching those votes, he added. Let them vote against us. We'll save a lot. We don't care. Oh, I hate him so much. The General Assembly, we don't care about the rest of the world because we're Americans. We're nationalistic and everything about America is great. America is great. We're great because we're rich and we're entitled. We need everything. And even that's I've got to have 12 cars. And even all of that is a lie. It's what's a lie? Even, everything you just said, if that came out of his mouth, would still be a fucking lie. Because America's great. I think I, I feel like all he, he says is shit. everything is great. He's like, he I'm great. America's fucks. great. Everything we do is great. I've got great ideas. I'm gonna do great things. He has no great ideas. He does no great things. He's done nothing. The whole opiate problem. He, he guy's he, a Nazi stooge. He's a Nazi stooge. That's that's true too. Actually, he's like a weird hybrid Nazi commie KGB stooge that yeah. somehow got. Oh man. It's stupid very, people. Stupid people put him there. I just I, stupid fucking people. Put well, him there. I'm telling you, I wish I could move to Mexico. What an amazing place that is! I and everyone has a job. I, everybody works. There were no. I mean, I guess that that the particular area that I was in is heavily touristy, and and people, a lot of people live there. There's but, a lot of rad parts in Mexico. Mexico City, from what I understand, is fucking badass. Well. I love all. I've never been to a part of Mexico that I don't like. I even love Tijuana. Like I love San Felipe. I love Rosarito. I love Ensenada. I love Tijuana. I love, I love San Felipe. I love La Paz. I've been to Mulaje. I've been to Cancun. That was great. The Isla Mujeres off of there. Tulum. All that stuff. Awesome. Manzanillo. Love it. Just came back from Los Cabos. It was great. I love Mexico, and I would move there in a second. Uh, I don't understand why our current president hates Mexicans so much because they have awesome work work ethic. He's a Nazi. They get shit done. He doesn't know how to get anything done. And they're so nice. Okay. They're a so to him. We're walking around and people are constantly saying hello, hola, hola. Like hola. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's nice. I come back here and it's like everyone's heads down and they're on the thing and they're I'm like, and we're supposed to be the super nice city. I mean it, everyone is so nice. What is, what is, why do we hate Mexico so much? We, why does, the, whatever his, this, I hate that guy. <laughs> mein Fuhrer. Mein Fuhrer. <laughs> and then, the, you know, the biggest tax cut overhaul, like, I, and, and, you know, the, the, I always go back to my very favorite thing when I asked my daddy when I was little, who's still very Republican and very conservative, and the rest of my family is because Jesus was very conservative. Uh, but I asked him, Daddy, what's the difference? between a Democrat and a Republican and he said Republicans are people with money that want to keep their money and Democrats are people without money that want to take Republicans money and give it to their poor people 
that's like half true. That's pretty much half true. Like, Except the, the, for the true all part all is Republicans are people with money that want to keep their money. Right, that's the part. That's, 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 that's true. That's, that's, no, that's the part that's true. Right. No, so so Democrat Democrats, uh, the ones in power, are the people with money who don't want to lose their money either, but they're happy to take other rich people's money. Uh, and, and give and, it to our so, poor people. Yeah. And when my dad said, give it to your poor people, I'm, I'm like, I am one of the... Now I am. Yeah. Back then I was a rich, little, there, privileged child, but now I'm like... But the thing is that if we were a little bit more Marxist and we valued work equitably, so why is it that someone who does actual labor where they actually work, where they're riding a bike or they're shoveling, dig, digging a ditch or they're using their actual body, maybe they're an electrician and they're running things, they're putting things up and down ladders. Why is that knowledge and ability not valued the same as someone who sits in an office and passes around email and well, plays Farmville all day? Why do those so, fucks get to make $85,000 a year and yet someone who actually works fucking 40 hours a week and actually makes something and does something creates a road, builds a building, and those people and their work is not worth anything? Why is artists... Are we not worth it? I have two fucking master's degrees. Yeah, they're in art. I know nobody likes poetry. Fine. But, you know, you got to... Well, if the world takes everyone... So I'm a bike messenger. Yeah, and I, art... I, I've almost died twice with my fucking job, and I get paid fucking minimum wage right now, which is $14 an hour in San Francisco. And if I made $14 an hour in fucking actually Chicago... Oh, I'm... Wait. It just went up, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, okay, so hopefully my Christmas check is better. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, and, and and you know what I do? I do legal stuff. You know, like I I do like a job that's needed. It's being whittled out by the internet, of course. But I have one of the most dangerous jobs in the fucking country. Yeah. Next to like, it's like I've heard statistics that. Our job is, uh, I think it was like five times more dangerous than the meatpacking industry, I guess. Wow. Pretty, pretty <laughs> Where you lose a I hand. Think, I think the, the one industry that's over us in mortality is uh, is uh, uh, iron workers. Oh. Um, and, and Smelt your face off. And messenger mortality has gone down a little bit because of the installation of bike lanes and shit like that sure. around certain areas. So it doesn't stop the way we fucking ride around. So. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, you're right. The thing is, is there's people in my office. There's too many people in offices at, at career companies and stuff that do, don't do shit except for sit on their computer all day and act like they're still in high school. Right. While the people that are out in a fucking hailstorm dodging fucking Uber drivers after yeah. fucking three minutes yeah. um, are getting paid minimum wage and pretty much being spit on. My only, my only insurance option is Kaiser. Huh. And that fucking sucks. I will not go with them. I'd rather not, not? have insurance. Our, got Kaiser's I, good now. Let's get in the name. First off, wait, wait, just get into the name. Well, you know uh, no, ignore it. in German. Yeah, no. It means but, black. No. And what does permanente mean? I think permanent. So, well, so Kaiser permanent means black. blackness. No, so, dude, but what's, what's your beef with the actual coverage? Because I fucking love it. It's okay, great. So my beef with Kaiser, if you want to speak historically about Kaiser, they've always been terrible. They put so much money into PR to cover up the fucking massive amounts of malpractice suits they've had built up on them over the past decades. Uh -huh. Okay. And I also just don't trust anybody that has their own insurance and their own hospital at the same time. They make all the calls. I wouldn't give a shit if it's for my dental or my vision. Ah, maybe I broke a fucking finger, okay? But if it turns out I get fucking cancer, fuck no, I don't want them making the decision on that. Huh. Mm. Well, they let people die. I think that Kaiser in the 70s and early 80s yeah. was traditionally um, a bag of shit. Yeah. But now it's really changed. And my, my best friend's actually the chief of staff of dermatology for Kaiser uh, East Bay. And uh, well, she's great. She's an amazing doctor. And she chose great. to be if with my them. Come back. I'd, I'd love to see well, her. Well, they do more. They, they do, she does a lot of know, skin cancer. Like no, said, but like, uh, my thing. But here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm clinically depressed and I have terrible anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. 
Kaiser, I just I have fifteen dollar copays. I've been wow. seeing my therapist for over a year. That's great. Right? So that's the thing. I, for when you've got something where it's like, oh, you need this all the time, they're great. They're always there. You never have to worry. As long as you pay your premium every month, they're ha- there for you. So yeah. Well, I love Medi-Cal. It's the shit. That's why I got to go tomorrow and yeah. prove that I'm poor again. Well, yeah, because anything that happens to me, I go to General and it. Because that's the thing. I I make money as you know barista, barista right yeah. mm-hmm. and i make enough money that they're like you're not poor enough to fall under medicare you've got to actually get your own coverage see that's crazy and, and yeah. it's but it, it's worth it because you know i get a certain tier of cover i get the platinum sure. kaiser so it's like you know if, if i get a boo-boo i walk in and they're like okay what do we want right you know and and which is great for the mental health because it's 15 dollar copay instead that's of paying like 40 50 dollars a visit right or, well even more than that know, um, even more if you're you don't have eighty dollars a visit is yeah. pretty typical Sometimes $250 a visit for some, if you're going to a psychiatrist or you're doing any like, like deep stuff. Yeah. It's like, it can be $250 a visit for 50 minutes, which is crazy. So that gets back to my whole thing about equitable, equitable, being paid equitably. And it's a Marxist thing. Why is a therapist's labor so fucking special that they get 250 bucks an hour? And yet we solve the world on the AltaCast for free. You know, like it's, I just. Or not putting money towards the shit that's making people crazy to begin with. Right. Yeah. Well, but I, I, you know, I was making the six figures and I was working the quote unquote cushy. I wasn't cushy. I was on call 24 seven. I was pulling my fucking hair out and that's why I wound up in therapy. Right. You know, it's like, you know, there, there's a give and a take. Like, the more plugged in you are to all that bullshit, the more it rules your entire life. Like, yeah. you know, um, and, and, but there are those guys where, you know, but I worked in marketing and advertising, right? That's where, you, you know, you, you're expected to be cutthroat and do all that shit. But there are the people where it was like, in your department, what the fuck do you do all day? Right. I, I see you on Facebook all goddamn. You're constantly yes. going on vacation. Like, what the fuck is it that you do that you get paid so goddamn much that you're never here right 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 Right? and all they do is what delegate for people to do the real work yeah and i'm just like i could do that right you know and i feel that same way i just i in my ex-husband used i used to be i used to be rich you guys know this my ex-husband made a lot of money and i was plugged into the world and i did all that and we had a lexus and we owned a house and we had a spot overlooked the canyon it was very nice very big house a rooftop deck was gorgeous anyways uh he told me once when I was working as an artist and I was actually making okay money. And I said, oh, you know, I really feel like I should make more money. All the doctors we know and veterinarians and I don't understand, you know, why. And he said, because I used to be a teacher as well and I didn't make very much money. And he goes, well, you always choose jobs that are fun, like teaching or interior design or visual merchandising. He's like, of course, you're not going to get paid any money if you're doing something fun. He's like, you got to do something shitty. He's like, if you went into insurance, you could make $80,000 a year. He's like, you just have to hate your job to make money. And I was like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. That doesn't... And he'd be like, you know, that's the thing. You're just... You have a fun job, so you'll never make more than $36,000 a year because that's how it is. Like, teaching is not fun. He's like, fuck you, teaching is fun. Teaching is fun. It's true, teaching is fun. But it's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit, but it's also a lot of fun because it's performative and you're helping children shape their lives in the world, blah, blah, blah. It it, it strokes my God complex. But the (laughs) problem is that we. We have this mentality that if you're a teacher, it's such a fun job that you shouldn't be paid very much, but that's insane. Or that if you're an artist, you should be starving and you shouldn't make money. It doesn't have to do with the fun aspect. I think it has more to do with the historical 
gender inequality aspect. Ah. Women are teachers and women aren't valued. So right. we don't pay women man's money. Right. We pay them we pay them a little enough so that they can have their eccentricities and their 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 little, you know, quirks. But we, we don't So want they can them, buy their makeup. But we don't want them husbands. we don't want uh-huh. them actually leaving the house or having a say in anything. You right, know? right, right. Well no, that's the other thing is that quote unquote women's work isn't even paid. Like I can be paid twenty dollars to hang out with someone else's kid, but you don't pay me any money to hang out with my own kid? Yeah. How is that? That's crazy to me. I, anyways, it's yeah. like the, the work can be valued as long as it's not in your own home. Yeah. And women who have been homemakers for 40 years and they've raised all these children and they've done all this stuff, they get no social security. It's not a real job. Yeah. It's a real job that's not a real job. So if, if you, I don't know, get fat when you're 50 and your husband still makes money, he can divorce your ass and you've got nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess you can take half his money or something but a lot of times they don't let him do that either for well that that was well, like, i guess a responsible house sitter would be taking all that money and filing taxes on it putting it towards social security so that there would be something down the road well you i don't think you can put into social security if you're not don't have a w-2 job and work in the home isn't W-2. well you can 1099 as an independent you contract you can set yourself wife? set it set yourself up as an llc and have your pay, husband pay you every month a certain stipend that you then funnel into the LLC and then make that declared income and then you pay the social security on it and bada boom bada bing Bob's your uncle wow that's I, this I is why it's not that. accessible stuff to a lot of people well that, that's but that's the thing so I I'm a product of you know East Coast uh, upbringing and I went, I went I went I went I went I went to a you know a, a private college you know, and so I, and I was around a lot of money people, right? And right. people who went into money. So it, you absorb a lot of this crap where it's like, oh, if I wanted to do something, I would just have to figure out how to legally do that. Let me call my buddy who's a lawyer, ask him a couple of questions. Hey, I want to do this thing. How can I actually get this done? And he'll say, oh, well, there's a tax loophole if you do this, that, and the other thing. And all I'd have to do is set you up with an LLC, pay me 400 bucks, and we'll get it done. Right. right. And then, you know, you call your other buddy who's in marketing and be like, how the fuck do I get a website and all that bullshit and he's like oh, i hate doing the website let me call my buddy who's doing the ui development he'll do that you know and it's just a series of phone calls before you know it, you're up and running wow you know but yeah. it, it, that's that's college that's getting those connections well but i think also if you were dealing with your wife and you're trying to set something up like that that wouldn't behoove anybody because you just make her a dependent and well no what you do, do is you set up right the off. offshore tax shelter with her so that you're both funneling money offshore so that when you eventually have to disappear because the sec comes knocking that you can skip town to lithuania or wherever or this could be set up with the government when you get married. You know I what guess. I mean? As part of the contract of, of marriage. Right. Well, and it, it, know, like, so well, marriage is a contract. I mean, yeah, look, so look at the fine be, print there. Something right. that's amended in whatever. Yeah. The only. I, would, I think, you know, I think you could do that. You know, right. I, I, I will not get married. We've been so. snowed into the idea of marriage. The only reason to get married is if you're going to buy a property. Oh, somebody. The, the, di- the, only the diamond industry is shitting itself right now because millennials aren't fucking getting married or buying diamonds or cars. Yeah. Or cars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the Diamond Good. Industry, De Beers, all those guys, they're shitting. Like, I just heard ads on the air for the most pointless, like, just buy diamonds, please. Just fucking buy. Here's a tennis bracelet. It's an absurdly low price. Just keep buying our shit, please, so that we have a reason to exist. Because we have a monopoly on something that's arbitrarily worth nothing. Jesus Christ. It's true. It, isn't that funny how we decided... I mean, gold Compressed makes carbon. sense because there's a certain rarity. It takes a lot. But it's a bitch gold, to get it. Even even gold, like 
Oh putting yeah, it, putting a worth on it or money—it's a metal. It'd be like if we decided that aluminum. Well, we we had to value we or... had to start an economy on something. I mean, I you know, I had a weird idea just now about that. If we would put way more fucking money into like technologies to go to the stars, yeah, and shit like that, like we like all the cool shit we have now is regurgitated from when NASA had money twenty or thirty fucking years ago. Sure, right? yeah. still pats. Oh, so what? Thank you. Stagnant a little bit. Thank so you for still pats. money NASA. was invested into all this, I'm. Pretty sure there's a pretty badass use for diamonds and technology. Oh yeah, no, we've already created artificial. As opposed to reprogramming shitty programs that were already on the Commodore 64 and charging money for it. Yeah, but um, we could, they would have an industry to sell their fucking diamonds. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, no, but there's there's already artificial diamonds. You can make a diamond out of peanut butter if you really wanted to. Uh, and uh, can we do that here. <laughs> uh, no, it, 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 I'd have to go. It, essentially, you need a hydraulic press and a whole bunch of shit. But uh, I think we started with. I'd have to go. That's really cool. That's cool. Well, right. that, I'm, I, so I need a diamond. You're definitely the guy to talk to. Well, no. The thing is, I, I've always... MacGyver was my hero as a kid, so Hell I've always yeah. been the problem solver where somebody gives me some ridiculous task and I'll actually fucking go do it, right? And they're like, how the fuck? What the... And I'm like, I don't know. I just... I started with the small steps and before I knew it, I, I had a rocket launcher. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. Suddenly I'm I sorry. Uh, diamond. I was gonna say something about diamonds or diamonds, marriage. Oh no, not NASA. NASA. One thing I can thank NASA for is something called Silpat, and they are um, non-stick these non-stick pads that you can put and you can bake anything on them and it won't stick and you can put car- hot caramel on them and it, it'll oh, the it silicone won't. pads type they're thing. silicone pads yeah. but they're called sil pads and they're fucking amazing yeah. and NASA figured this shit out it's like so they can cook in space well so they's like super high well no it's it was came off of the when they re-enter the atmosphere yeah, so they the don't insulation. burn up oh, okay. it's this really yeah. high temperature silicone it can take and nothing sticks to it it's amazing so like I made my lovely uh, little weed thins on those and look how perfect they are Nothing sticks to these things. Uh, anyways, Is this where we're isn't this? Aren't things? they? Aren't they the cutest? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna give you guys some fins. Uh, They're delicious. Uh, we're coming up to the end. We have five more minutes left here on the AltaCast. This has been a lot of fun. I've had Arden uh, and Loud Josh here on the program today. We miss you, Latoya. We don't know where you are. Miss you, Latoya. But we um, hope that you are well. I was hoping that old dumbface himself, Steve Poggi, would call in so that we could get a review of the new Star Wars movie that he saw on opening day, with or without spoilers. It doesn't matter to me. We're like, oh, you spoiled it. I'm like, I'm not going to remember what you say anyways. Spoiler? There's no reason to keep seeing these movies. <laughs> yeah, I love Star Star Wars, shut hey, Rogue up! Rogue One was awesome, and I think that's going to be... I loved Rogue One. I, I love I, Rogue I can, One. I can't do any more of these three-hour epic space ballad things. I just, like, I'm over... I'm sorry. Stick to the original trilogy, the the D... Specialized version. Heathen. And, uh, you know, because c- I can't I can't take the three-hour extended cut bullshit with all this bad CGI inserted. Well, if well you... are you saying that they need to bring intermissions back? I'm, I'm saying I, I'm buying a... Th- like 60 inch like curved LED TV thing you know they're only like 800 bucks at Walmart now and I'm gonna buy a sound bar and then the whole night I'm gonna spend a thousand dollars on upgrading my home entertainment system so I never have to go to a goddamn movie theater ever again and deal with all you people okay yeah agreed and I can see you say this on Saturday night I saw at the Roxy which is an amazing place I saw a double feature it was um, a documentary about Dennis Hopper's life through the voice of his um, 47-year 
assistant and it was awesome it was in black and white it was visually stunning and very very cool and I wish I would have he would have talked more about Dennis's time uh, going through his DTs and his detox from alcohol in the early 80s that was scintillating uh, but they didn't go into that as depth as I wanted but then at 9 o'clock no excuse me when did it start? 7 o'clock. It was True Romance. Oh, uh, or excuse me, 9 o'clock. It was from 9 to 11. So it's a great movie. God, it was yeah. great. Because Dennis Hopper was in it and everything. Yeah. And he has that great scene where he uses the N-word so much in front of in front of Christopher Walken who shoots him in the head. Spoiler alert. But this is what happened during the sex scene where it's like so romantic between Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette with her little wonky tooth and isn't it cute and they're getting all sexy. Behind us, a fight breaks out between two girls and they're like, sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up! And it was like, get out! And then somebody, I don't know if they were from the Roxy or not, was like, get out of here, go. And they were like, the fight went on during the whole sex scene and I'm like, are you uncomfortable with the with what's happening on screen but so it was a huge fight and then later in the movie the guy sitting in front of my friend Emily and I he's got his arms kind of reached out and he kind of keeps stretching and he starts like touching her knee and stuff and she's like get the fuck out of here and he's like don't talk to me like that and she's like stop touching me how about that? Oh, shit. Whoa. And so there were like two fights in the middle of this movie. And I was thinking, I haven't seen a movie in a movie theater since I was with Daria and we saw Peanuts 3D. That? Is this because there's not porn theaters anymore? Like these dudes have no, to go to regular it, theaters now and start touching people? I have no idea it's what's just, that. Everyone's gone nuts. Always, like, it's everyone's gone water. nuts. Like, so I agree that? with Arden that... I don't really need to go to a movie theater. I don't really need to do it. I don't want to be with a bunch of people watching a movie and having a collective experience. If I want that, I'll go to a comedy show or I'll go to a piece of theater. If I want to feel like I'm part of a community that's involved in something happening, but not a movie because I can watch it at home or on my little thing or on a screen or at someone's house or now at Arden's house with the big, huge... (laughs) I can agree with all of this except for the fact that... I'm really glad I fucking went and saw the new Blade Runner on a big ass loud fucking screen. Well, yeah, that's why I'm getting the soundbar and the 60 inch. But here's the thing: it's also just a ploy so that I can Netflix and chill a little easier. Uh, you know, I can be like, hey, I've got the theater got experience theater. at home. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I got illegal downloads of movies I, that are in the theater. right Well, no. So <laughs> I, I th- that's the thing. I may be poor, but one thing I will actually spend money on because I believe in it because I hopefully want to be part of this industry one day is uh, movies, right? Sure. And so I'm willing. If they say, hey, for the same 10 bucks you was spent on a matinee, you can have it in your house the day it comes out in theaters. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to pay that premium just yeah. so I can sit in my ass, pay two bucks for the popcorn I already got, or nothing for the popcorn I already got. Right, right, and, right. And, you know, uh, just hang out and, and, and you know, uh, sexually assault the person I'm with. You know, it's just in the cover of my own home. Oh, that's all. That's all, all I'm asking. Do, all I want to do is watch Harvey Weinstein movies and grab her, yeah. grab her by the pussy. Yeah, that's all right? it. Uh, that's, that's it. That's all I want to do. The Weinstein thing, though, real quick. Fuck that fucking piece of shit. But, God, I did like a lot of the movies that his fucking name was on. Sure, absolutely. He, he was on True Romance. He produced that one. Hey, you know, they, it, look at history. A lot of sick fucks have produced a lot of great art. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Look at Diaghilev. It all goes back to, yeah. he was the impresario of the Russian ballet in the 1900s, and he didn't even dance, but he was just the guy with the money. And you don't think he was <laughs> finger-banging every single hot Russian ballerina oh, that God, existed? Yeah. Of course he was. He was probably sucking Nijinsky's dick. Like, he was probably hitting both sides of the field because no one was freaked out about like lesbians and gays in Russia back then. They were like, hell yeah, we're like, yeah, what the fuck happened to Russia? Uh, 
now they hate gay people apparently they're like hanging them alive at the it's terrible hanging them dead it's very very sad but there used to be they used to be like the big big art people they were the Russians they were amazing and they had the best ballet and Diaghilev was the man Uh, and I'm sure that he was touching all the young girls back in 1911 of course he was I mean 1918 whatever you know touching him I got an idea if I can figure out the right sponsor we're gonna do a remote from the island of Lesbos. <laughs> I, I, I think we should. I think I think it would be great. Sappho. Can we read sapphic uh sapphic Yeah, we can read sapphic poetry. erotica. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At the island of Lesbos. Yeah. And hopefully find some lesbians and interview them. Yeah. You know? Sweet. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll close. I'll close with this. Uh, I have the opportunity this weekend to go to Jonathan's family in L.A. and they are heavily Christian. Two of them are past pastors of churches. One of them is an ex-pastor uh, and his grandma what mother was a missionary. She's not around anymore, but Aww. they're going to want to talk about Jesus a lot. Yay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring a recording device and my good um, microphone and I'm going to say, if you want to talk about Jesus, I'm all for it, but I need to record you for my podcast. (laughs) Because I'm not going to talk to you about Jesus for no reason. I need to like be able to mine this and use it later in the radio in some fashion. So Jonathan's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I think they'll really talk to me though. They'll really talk to me about some weird Jesus shit. Well, you know your theology. I I know enough of it. I mean, I can... Brush up on your New Testament. You'll be great. Yeah, it'll be. And I'm going to... So we'll come back Jonathan, from... Is, is Jonathan to be sitting in the background just like kind of holding the Yeah, he's already not really happy about it, but oh God. he already hey, told me they're going to be super Jesus-y. And I'm like, I can't pretend to be into Jesus anymore, and I won't do that, but I don't want to be combative. So the only well, way for me to do that... to be able to battle him on the Bible. Well, I don't want to be combative at just, Christmas. Just memorize 1 Corinthians, because that's the one oh, all I know, that matters. Oh, I know, Corinthians 1 through 13. When I, when I was a child, I thought like a child, I acted like a child. Now that I'm a man, I've put childish ways behind me. That's the end of it. Love is patient. Love is kind. It has no... It is Love not envious. Thyself. It is not boastful. It has no record of wrongs. Especially when we got morning wood. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Everybody stay tuned up at 2 o'clock for some call me Tim and yay have a great day bye